2: Welcome to episode 72 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm Esther Newman, your host, and this week on the workshop, Holly and I are talking about this in-between week, the perineum of Christmas. It's Holly's phrase, but I'm taking it because it's genius. We have a chat about sitting around in your pants watching the two Ronnies and getting up off your bum for a New Year's Day run. We chat about the anxiety of thinking people are looking at us while we're running and general imposter syndrome. We get a bit philosophical in this episode because we're looking towards the new year and we know that a lot of people will be adopting a new fitness regime to change themselves in some way. So we talk about aiming for body neutrality, about diets, and we talk about a world in which women are complimented for their strength rather than their looks. We also talk about our New Year's resolutions. For both of us, they're not big and they're achievable. And we're making them public so you can hold us accountable. Fingers crossed by the next episode, we'll at least have kept our resolutions for two weeks. But we've never been good at keeping our promises. So your guess is as good as mine. I hope you enjoy the episode and a very happy New Year. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. These reviews mean the world to us and really help us to keep this podcast going. And guess what? If you like this podcast, you'll love Women's Running magazine. If you join Women's Running Plus right now, you'll get our fab magazine delivered to your door every month and you'll get a free base layer from Zero Fit worth 40 pounds. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter X21WRPOD at the checkout.
3: Um, so we are now in Christmas, no man's, no woman's land. Yeah. <laughs> I think. The funny um, old,
0: I want to say perineum, which is a horrible way of describing it.
3: Oh God, would you even use that? How do you even know that word if you've not had a baby? Because it's one of my biggest fears of having a baby. Oh. Yeah, I get really scared about that. Oh, really? Should I should I talk to you about stitches or not? Sorry to kick it off with that, but I do worry
0: about... I lie awake and worry about episiotomies.
3: <laughs> oh, my God!
0: Oh, Holly. I know. You know what my brain's like, though? That's just one of the various things, that if I haven't got anything to worry about... Yeah. ...and my brain starts thinking about all sorts of horrible things that could happen to me in the future... Yeah, Yeah. Fair enough. But, I mean, you know, I'm sure people get over it because it happens to loads of people doesn't it
3: yeah and I, I didn't I didn't have to have one <laughs> didn't you okay no okay good no. let's not go into that um because, <laughs> is because no how, one should is This is how we started we started accent? and I haven't even mentioned the word tearing have I so um, <laughs> 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 it was all good do you know Actually, I have to say, one of the nicest things that anyone has ever said to me was a midwife after the birth of my second child mm. who was peering between my legs and said, actually, you've just got a little bit of scarring here. you going to be absolutely fine. I don't need to do any stitches. Oh. And I wept
0: after that. And kissed her and hugged her
3: with joy. I would have done, but she was in a very awkward position. Yeah, true. So, I suppose yeah. a bit weird when you haven't got any on. As was I. On. Yeah. no pants yeah. yeah it was a real pantless situation actually <laughs> um yeah yeah what a compliment. Anyway, not a compliment but we are so we are in the what did you call it the perineum of, of... yeah the
0: perineum of perineum of christmas <laughs> <laughs> let's all hope that no one's got any tearing <laughs> oh good lord oh um, what that... a horrible horrible thing to say but Merry Christmas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Merry Christmas, one and all. Um, but yeah, I hope, well, this is this is a real, it could be, if people are up for it, a real running week. Um, mm-hmm. because there's like, nothing else to do, is there? There's nothing else to
0: do. Sorry, maybe we're generalising there. We've got nothing else to do. We've
3: got nothing else to do. <laughs> oh, God. And I hate this because it's like, for us, we're not actually at work this week, and mm. um, we should be kind of grabbing life by the balls or the perineum, <laughs> 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 and, and you know having a proper holiday. But actually, what you do is you sit around in your leisure wear and watch the two Ronnies or something, don't you? Yeah, oh bit...
0: yeah. Especially if you've got my dad, you watch the two Ronnies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mind <laughs> you, maybe maybe that's what it's for. It's for. No, not I I think
0: if you want to sit around and watch the two Ronnies and eat mince pies with a bit of Stilton in, which I Ooh, recommend, um, then do it and love it. But if you I, I, I tend to find that if I get to the end of that period, mm. then I do get a bit I get a bit restless. And last yes. year. I had a New Year's Day – no, I had a New Year's Eve run, actually. Oh, yeah, lovely. I had a New Year's Eve run so that I could afford to be a bit hungover and just relax on New Year's Day. And a New Year's Eve run was the loveliest thing ever. I really? loved it. I really liked oh. it. It felt really like I was closing the year off in such a nice way, and I'm definitely going to do it again this year.
3: I did a New Year's Eve run as well, and I remember why. And it was because – um, I was trying to reach a certain mileage on my Strava before oh, the end of no, the year. Yeah. Pack, pack
0: on the miles. At yeah,
3: yeah. Um, that's
0: cramming, isn't it?
3: And also, it was really icy. Um, it and was, so, wasn't it? Really icy. So I remember ha- what I had to do was actually drive from my front door down to the down to the the bottom, like down to the bottom of the hill. And then even then, when I was running, I I was tiptoeing like I was doing dressage (laughs) (laughs) like I was a pony running kind of slightly diagonally between the bits of ice so that I didn't fall flat on my face but I did it Mm
2: -hmm. and last
3: year I was aiming for 800 miles because I'd had about three months off during the year um, due to injury Mm -hmm. um, because I'd had about three big injuries that year and um, uh, this year I have to say um, i am aiming for i think i'm allowed to say this now i'm aiming for a thousand. Oh, yeah which feels nice oh, so that's amazing um and i'm hoping that i will make that without having to do an icy dressage run on new year's eve um but um all we'll will be revealed <laughs> in our next workshop <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think been... I avoided dressage. I'm just trying to remember because it it was super icy this time mm. last year, wasn't it? Yeah. And and it may well be. Now uh, yeah, it, we're not 100 yeah. sure because we are recording this slightly early, a little but, bit early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um I think I did. I think I stuck to roads, mm. um and I managed to avoid a dressage trot because oh, nice because of the gritters. The gritters had been out.
3: Yeah, I did. I did have a feeling that I'd. I had I had a touch of the Mirandas, I think. Yeah. That's what I, I remember sort of galloping and thinking, ah, oh, yeah, this is a bit comedic, isn't it? Yeah. But it was quite dark when I did it. And I remember David going, I don't know why you're going out. And I was like, because I'm i I've got seven hundred and ninety-seven miles on my Strava and I can't <laughs> possibly finish the year without those three miles.
2: <laughs>
3: Aww. Um, but yeah, a thousand, a thousand this and I feel I feel confident and able to say that now. And one of the things that's made me feel confident about saying that is these blooming orthodontics. I, I mean, it sounds like
0: the orthodontics have been life changing.
3: It is life changing. It is. I. I'm just. I'm so used to, like, I'm used to getting the injuries, but I'm also used to always having little twinges that aren't that don't necessarily develop into an
2: injury, but that I
3: always have. So, uh, like around my knees um mm-hmm. and possibly little twinges up my calves and stuff like that on every single run and within like two days of wearing them I nothing like honestly nothing at all I, it's oh, that's so, so good it's bizarre I just I thought that was it's just
0: witchcraft isn't
3: it it is witchcraft I like, mm. I know I mean even though I work on this magazine and I've got access to all this expert advice and stuff like that I just I sort of just assumed that that's how it felt when you went running, if you're 48 and you do the mileage, I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I just thought that that was, I just had to cope with it. And so to suddenly have this, is like, yeah, it does feel quite astonishing. So my running to kind of, to go into that, and I don't mean to be kind of like, hey, hey look at me. But, no, um, no, do <laughs> it. Go
0: on. I'm very dull with it and haven't no. had interesting updates for a while. So give us an interesting update.
3: Well, I'm not sure it's that interesting, but... I definitely. I feel so much happier doing my running. I've been, I have been, um, I've been, so I've been doing a long run at the weekends, um, and that's been anywhere between kind of eight and ten, mm-hmm. I guess. And I've just been kind of keeping at that distance on the Sunday morning, um, just to kind of like bed it in, really, before we start properly training for for the half um, or halves. Um ooh. because of ooh, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> um so yeah, so that's been nice. And then during the week, ever since we chatted to Tina, I've been making sure that um I haven't done it every week actually, but once every other week I've been doing a hill sesh.
0: Yeah, that's probably um, similar to be fair. I think I i was feeling a little bit guilty that i have not been doing it every week, but I reckon I've been doing about yeah, every other with yeah. Tina's advice.
3: And it is painful, but it does have a very – like an almost immediate effect positively on my long run after that. But the, the mm. one thing I'm, I've am i not been doing that I know I need to do is um, tempo running, which I find quite hard because I, just, I just where get we really, live. Yeah, I just get really worried about people looking at me. What, when you're running faster? Yeah.
0: I know that, that you've said in the past that you feel like people um, – you quite like it because people Mm. look at you and they think oh that's how she that must be how she always runs i just feel like i look like such a twat when i run fast what i do i do i I think i i think i suit plodding and if people see me running fast with a bit of a big ass and quite red in the face they might go oh who's she thinks she is she needs to slow down she's gonna have a
3: heart attack oh my god (laughs) There are so many things here that we need to sort out. I know. Oh my silly old brain. I know. Oh Holly. Sorry, that was
0: a bit depressing. It's Christmas. (laughs) Why am I bringing the tone down like this? It's all fine. It's all in my own head. No one actually looks at me and thinks those things. But it does make me a little bit nervous to do the tempo running that I do. I do don't. Maybe it's more that I don't feel like I am a fast runner. So when I have to do yeah. fast periods, I feel a lot more out of my comfort zone than when I'm plodding.
3: But also, I tell you what, this is, I think this is very timely because loads of people will be starting to run
0: for mm-hmm. either
3: either the first time or getting back into running again. Because it's January, isn't it? So yeah, like as much as I hate the concept of New Year's resolutions Actually, I don't hate the concept of New Year's resolutions, but what I, what I really hate is that kind of New Year, New You. Oh yeah, I
0: hate crap. that. I, yeah. I I have no intention of being a new person because I think that we're quite good
3: already. Yeah, yeah, we're fine as we are. Kind of. Yeah. Thing. Um, and it's kind of it has that you know there's the underpinning of like diet culture underneath all of that, which is just gruesome. Yeah. But that. You know, lots of people feel like it's a, a time at which you kind of sharpen your pencils and back to school, even though it's not September. But you know, it's a kind of like, oh, let's let's have a look at you know my lifestyle and and maybe you know tweak some sections of it to make my life feel better. Yeah. and and that's I think that's all to be. Commended. I think
0: that's absolutely fine. I, I'm yeah. I'm relishing the opportunity to be honest because mm. it can feel like you're in a little bit of a slump, especially this. This perineum of Christmas. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and and the word
3: the word perineum and slump should never no. ever Ooh. be said Ooh. in the same breath. Um Ooh. But what I was gonna say was that because loads of people are gonna be starting their running or going back to running, one of their one of the biggest fears that we hear about from women are beginning to run, um, is the kind of worry about what other people think of them when they see them running. Yeah. And, I think that's worth addressing because you're you're concerned about people looking at you when you're running fast, yeah. And I think it's it's one of those things where, and we've talked about this before, but we have to put like we we are normal people, right? And we have to put ourselves into the shoes of people that are looking at us, right? So, number one, firstly, as Mel Bound has said to me on a number of occasions, what other people think is none of your business. So yeah, I what, love that; it's nice. So, what what they're thinking? It really doesn't matter because they're thinking it. Even if they say it to, to their husbands when they get back home, or their partners, or it their really children, it really is none of your business. It, uh, you have no it's idea; it's none of, the, it. none of your it, business. Exactly. Number two, we're normal people, and I can be as catty about people as the next person. Um, but what I'm not ever catty about is runners. Yeah, like ever. So it, even in my head, even in my head, where I can, I can be ruthless about other people. If I see someone running, I don't think anything other than, cool, you know, well done, they're running. Particularly if it's cold or it's wet or they're running fast or they're running up a hill. It's, it's like particularly if they're running up a hill. Yeah. I just, I just think that's amazing. Yeah, and it the doesn't more matter.
0: you see somebody, because I think I just get a little bit worried about, I don't like, I think we all are like this. And I think I've even said this on the pod before. I don't like doing things I'm shit at. And I feel like when you get out of breath, red in the face it's really really tough you're halfway up that hill and you're going how on earth am I only halfway up Mm. that that it feels very vulnerable doesn't it and it it feels like oh I wouldn't this doesn't feel like my best me and it's much more about that I think than about the other people for me personally Mm. is that I, I only like showing the best me in public to other people and that's something that I think I really need to get over and we all need to get over that it you know you you it's fine to not be doing not be not be putting your perfect in very much I'm I'm doing nobody can see but I'm doing little um inverted commas self out there it's absolutely fine to not be putting your perfect self out there and and to be you've you've got to have the sweaty shitty bits to get good at something and nobody, as you were saying, is, is actually looking at you and going, "Oh, I can't believe they're t- oh, I can't believe they're trying." What a loser! I can't believe they're trying mm. to be better at running. No one's thinking that. So I think no. it's much more of a mental battle in my own head than it really has anything to do with anybody else.
3: I think that's really interesting. The kind of that that actually it's tough. It's tough to attempt things that are hard because of how vulnerable you feel yeah. while you're doing them.
0: It feels like you've have you sort of made of made all of lip skin does that make sense <laughs> <laughs> no
3: it doesn't <laughs> no
0: but it feels very like you're kind of you're raw you know no. and you it everything feels a bit sensitive and so if somebody looks at you a funny way you go oh my god it's because they think i look like a complete idiot
3: yeah or whatever
0: but really that's a that's a case of of thickening your own skin first so that you realize that all of that stuff is bollocks
3: yeah and also I guess it's it's tooling yourself up so not just thickening yourself I don't think you know we don't we don't have to be no I I I
0: don't like the term thick skin no no no
3: no I think you know I think there there is definitely um some bravery that Mm. you need you need to kind of dress yourself up in before you go out particularly if you know before your first ever run or your first run in a long time or your first different kind of run you have to be brave and I think that's why that's why we're so bloody amazing because because I think that when we step out the front door when we go for a run particularly when we go for a run on our own no matter what time of day it is we always as women have to be brave in some way or another and one of the parts in which we have to feel brave or be brave um is is the kind of knowing that we are going to be looked at
0: yeah
3: by other people and we might be looked at by the people who are like like us and and and, and being looked at by people who are just going oh blimey they're going for a run oh I wish I was running you know mm-hmm. or I wish I could do what she's doing there could be quite a lot of that um But there could also be sort of slightly like less positive thoughts going on that we 're unaware of, but we know that there are thoughts you know yeah. about us as we run, and so it just means that everyone is a kind of brave act, and I think there are ways in which we can minimize the amount of bravery we need, and one of those one big way we can do that is by running with other people,
0: yeah, definitely,
3: so I think that 's kind of like, like run with a mate. Or run or find a group, a sympathetic, nice running group, because you know running groups aren't like when we were at school anymore it's not like everyone bombing off and you're left behind feeling like the wheezy kid. It's not like that anymore mm-hmm. and, and I think that you know it's it's pretty easy for most people in the u k and probably globally to find a group that's sympathetic to their requirements. Yeah, definitely. Just yeah. That's, that's well, what I I'll do. have
0: to join yours. And, you and can then join I'll feel mine. jollier. Have you thought of a name for it yet? By the way, no, I haven't thought of a no. name.
3: I realised that when I was applying for my, my license hasn't come through yet, so I haven't done anything hmm. about it. When I applied for the license, they asked for a name for my group, and I put down "Good Run" because it was just two nice names, two nice words. Yeah. Um. So I don't, because I just don't want it to be. I, I just want it to be a fun, nice thing, um, and I probably when I do it, I'll probably do two runs a week, depending on sort of people's timings and stuff. And yeah. I do want to have a nice, chatty, social one. Yeah. So it's just you know a way in which women and I and it will, it will be women only. Um, you know, a way in which women can just go for a run and just have a chat and not and get used to that feeling of yeah running being outside being and sort of doing it at. in
0: front of yeah doing it in front of people and realizing that that really is not as as scary as
3: yeah it it's might not seem yeah, yeah. i love i
0: really like that i would definitely love to join i like good run oh, wow. do Ooh, you we i was thinking mm. huns who run for fun
3: oh and then i can use my german <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah maybe that does sound a bit a bit Germanic <laughs> no I like Good Run I think I think that's I think that's quite nice
3: it might it might be I might ch- I don't know I don't I've, if anyone's yeah. got ideas oh yeah then do yeah let us know i name my running group please mm-hmm. um and when I do set it up I yeah it'll be maybe there might be some people in Bath that listen and they might want to join too never know oh, that would be lovely wouldn't it um, but we shall see. That'd be super um, nice.
0: Well, on the topic while we were talking as well about um, about worrying about the way that we look when we run, mm. I think that segues on to something that we were going to talk about because I think one way of doing that is putting yourself in the mindset that you aren't running to look a certain way necessarily. Mm. I think we're all being honest with ourselves there's a little bit of a, a bonus when we run sometimes in the back of our minds going, Oh, this might, you know, make me lose a bit of weight or gain mm-hmm. a muscle or whatever. That might be a, a aesthetic thing that we're thinking rather than anything else. But, mm. but I think if you let go fully of that feeling of, um, of, of thinking that your body is there for the looking at, and instead thinking of it as this amazing vessel that is doing this cool thing, you mm. know, that that you're living inside of and and that it allows you to be able to do amazing things like running, um, then that I find a helpful way of reframing stuff. So I'm not thinking of, I'm not thinking about just the outside and the way my body looks like to other people, but thinking about, um, yeah, how powerful and strong and great it is for all its wobbly bits.
3: Yeah, I think that's, God, I mean, I, I wish... I wish I had that. I think it is. Oh, I don't
0: really. I'm pretending to, but pretending oh, is the first step, isn't it?
3: Pretending is, yeah, it's yeah. true, actually. It is absolutely true. Pretending pretending there's neutrality there in, in yeah. regards to your own exterior uh, appearance and stuff. I mean, you know, I'd, I... You know, <laughs> Running, 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 well, running. is brilliant for mm. so many reasons, and I think, I mean, we know that there is um, a big, big link between people, between some people um, taking up running with an end goal of weight loss. And I think this is it's a, it's a timely moment to talk about that because we're facing January,
0: yeah. um,
3: and loads of people jump into a diet or a or a health thing um, in the hope that they're going to lose a few pounds here or there. And, um, yeah. And and running could be running can, can easily be one of those tools that people decide that they want to use in order to do that. And uh, diet is such a huge baggy, uncomfortable topic because, you know, I wouldn't want anyone. I personally wouldn't want, like, I wouldn't want a friend, to come and talk to me and ask me about how to lose weight through running, because no. I don't want people to see running like that. I no. want, to, you know, like you were just saying, I want people to see running as, you know, run. Running has so many benefits, so many huge benefits, and and it's tr- like since I've been, I've been running for decades, and my body has only really changed shape because of pregnancies um and because of differences in eating
0: yeah
3: the shape the bit the the kind of the bits of me that have changed because of running the physical bits of me that have changed because of running I no one no one would be able to see because the the muscle gain is very much the skin.
0: yeah exactly and that's something only you know that it yeah very rarely has an effect that other people are going to stop you and go oh my goodness you've look completely different
3: yeah people aren't squeezing my quads and going Christ they're really hard aren't they?"
0: wouldn't that be a good world to live in though if rather than people making judgments about fat it was it was made about muscle yeah people would go oh my god yeah I could punch you in the calf and I'd break my fist (laughs) I'd absolutely love that that would be so much better but no I think I think that um yeah it's it, it is it, i am similar that i went from doing absolutely no exercise at all um to running a half marathon last year oh. and um my body i i my body changed definitely of course it does when you're doing something like that but oh. i didn't lose weight i, I didn't weigh less um oh. for the for for all the half marathon training i was doing um But that it doesn't matter because I was so so focused on that distance, and it wasn't about a a weight number or whatever. It it was about being able to complete that distance.
2: You were so much fitter. Oh my goodness! So much much
0: better and so much stronger. And I think that's the thing to remember, isn't it? As if you are, if you're listening to this because you think I might try and get into running in January because I'd like to lose a few pounds, and you know, first of all, that's absolutely fine. It's societal. Pressure that makes us feel these things, and we shouldn't feel guilty for for then, you know, succumbing to that. But you are not going to enjoy running for losing weight. That it, it's it. There are so many things to enjoy about running, and you're not going to stick at it and love it because it helps you lose a couple of pounds here and there. You're going to love it and stick at it because you see the differences in yeah, your strength, your fitness, your endurance, because you can suddenly cover these distances Mm. that you dream of before and that's what's so lovely and exciting about it and why I would want people to start putting their trainers on in January
3: yeah for, for me now because like I I I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is re re kind of set my mind in terms of what I want from my running because I know that the main reason I use running is to feel happier yeah and that is exactly what it does for me, and so while sometimes it's lovely to have a goal in mind, to have a race and to have like a a distance or a or a, a pace or something in my, you know, like when we were talking about half marathon paces a few podcasts ago, and I'm still I'm still up in the air about that mm-hmm. because actually, you know, the thing I like about running is just running. And yeah. it makes it does make me feel it makes the day so much better when I've been for a run and and I and I mean just a general just a plod you know I, I don't need to if I don't want to I don't need to do tempo training and hill sprints and all of this and I'm, I'm not aiming to change my body in any way when I go for that run what I'm yeah. aiming for is to finish it because as soon as I open my front door when I come back in again I feel about 80% better than when I left my front door half yeah. an hour before, and that's kind of that's what we are always trying to encourage people to do, aren't we? I mean, we're just trying to encourage women to go for a run, just to leave the house, and yeah. to not use running as some way in which to punish your body. To oh, because then you're going to hate running, off. yeah. Exactly. And then
0: that's going to be really sad. Yeah. I don't Don't, think it's like the, like I've definitely used the gym in the past and gone to classes or whatever that I've not enjoyed. And it's definitely felt like a bit of a punishment in a a cause and effect thing of I've had a lovely Christmas and drunk all the wine, eaten all the mince pies. And now I'm, I need to do something to rectify that behavior in some way. But that's not a, it's not a sustainable mindset to, to, to go bonkers and then to go, completely the other way and and feel guilty about it and punish yourself and 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 do an exercise you don't enjoy as a result it's not sustainable
3: it's not and it's doing exactly what you were saying just then it's it's making that perceptible shift between disliking your body and trying to change it to appreciating what it is that your body can do and realizing that that's not necessarily visible Mm. You know, the you know, appreciating, you know, aiming for that, you know, for your first 5k or aiming for that that PB that you're trying to achieve for your half marathon or or whatever, aiming for that and then loving yourself afterwards because you've done that thing which has nothing to do with what you see in the mirror. Yeah. It's to do with the power that you've you've achieved there, the the strength, the determination you know that yeah. the 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 kind of the, that strength of spirit that you have to have in order to train for a couch to 5k to like it's it, it takes a lot mm. it takes so much it's like to go from zero to running 3 times a week it's a big commitment it's a huge commitment and when you when you should be rightfully proud hugely proud of yourself and hugely kind of celebratory of your own body at the end. of yeah. Your mind and your body have got you to that stage. And I think
0: yeah, we exactly. need to remember
3: to applaud ourselves for that yeah. rather than saying, oh, I've still not lost half a stone or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. like that is really, I don't, you know, I, I don't want, everybody's relationship with their body is different, isn't it? But yeah. I do think universally that none of us are going to be lying on our deathbeds one day and going, Oh, I'm so glad I weighed that yeah. amount. Of course you're not. You're going to be thinking about the achievements that you, that you did and you're going to be thinking about the people that you loved and all of that. And yeah. as part of those achievements, you may well genuinely look back and go, I'm so glad I did a marathon. I yeah. don't think you're going to go, I'm so glad that I lost two stone as a result of doing a marathon. And... I think that's what is important to bear in mind is that oh. New Year's resolutions for me personally, in order to stop me going into a negative think, mm. way of thinking, th- that they need to be motivated by changes that are going to make me feel healthier and happier yeah. and not aesthetic changes that really just like buying a new dress or you know whatever else it might be are a short term happiness things, whereas developing a relationship with running where I run three times a week and I bloody love it Mm. is a sustainable thing. That's going to give me joy for a long time to come.
3: Yeah. 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 No, I absolutely agree. I think it's just, you know, and I think, yeah, if we're going to go into resolutions, it's kind of, it's picking, it's picking if, if you want to have, if you want to sort of do a kind of a little bit of a, a life shift, um, on January the 1st, it's, I think it's, it's a lovely thing to do to kind of pick a resolution or, you know, one or two thoughts that are a positive, optimistic goal, as opposed to a, I must change myself in some way. Mm. So I think that, for instance, right, so I'm going to tell you my resolutions. Go for it.
0: I'm excited to hear
3: them. Oh, my God. Right. I'm going to say this out loud. So my resolutions are really little. um, And I actually love a January New Year resolution. Mm -hmm. So my ones are, I would like to go to bed half an hour earlier every Mm -hmm. night. That's number one. And number two is, I would like to drink more water because I don't. So I... I'm pretty sure that those two tiny things, tiny adjustments in my life would have a huge impact on my well-being. I Um, love
0: those because they are little, but they will make a massive difference to your day to day. Like that completely shifts your routine. And I think, yeah, I think that I think that's really good. And they're, they're focused on things that you've acknowledged and gone. Actually, this would be. Mm. you know, this is going to make a, a a really healthy difference to my life i think, I,
3: I think it would be massive i think mm. uh, i am now at the moment because i kind of i do my exercise early in the morning um so half six ish um almost every day apart from weekends when it's slightly later and i probably regularly get around seven hours sleep mm. and it's just not enough and and obviously getting not quite enough sleep, and we all need slightly different amounts. I don't need masses, but I do need more than that. Yeah, and I think just, um, just that little bit more will make me will make me a nicer person.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> to it's my kids, a lovely person.
3: But I know mm-hmm. what you mean. Not at home. Um, <laughs> way way too witchy when I've had you know six and a half hours, for instance. So I think it would for my own kind of. Um, my own mental health I think it would be a really positive thing to do and that combined with the water I think actually my my whole my holistic health will benefit hugely mm. from that so those are mine what are yours Holly? okay what mine
0: you yeah. well this is a slightly anticlimactic because I've already said this on the pod but <laughs> it slightly got waylaid because of not being very well and then obviously Christmas is quite a difficult time to keep up your your training plan um so mine is come rain or shine not just to train for something specific but just because I like it and I know that when I do it like you were saying I come back in the door and I'm absolutely beaming but Mm. without a goal I sometimes find it quite difficult to keep myself going I'm going to run three times a week um Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and I'm not going to be horrible about it to myself with weeks like I had the other week with being poorly you know I'm not going to say that I've got to do it if it's going to be detrimental to my overall health but if it's just a case of I'm feeling a bit crappy and I can't be asked, I'm going to make myself do it and tick off three nice little runs every week and feel good about myself that's my plan I I love it. I just think it's going to make me feel a bit more fulfilled because I, I'm I'm hoping it's going to give me a relationship with running. That at the moment I love training for things Mm. because there's a natural kind of drive Mm -hmm. that makes you want to do that. But I'm not always very strict with myself, as we've seen in the past with running. Just reminding myself that I like running and that Mm -hmm. I should go more often. So I'm just, I'm I'm going to give myself a bit of a ballpark and I'm, you know, it might, it might go down to two or up to four, depending on, on how the first month of it goes. But for January, three times a week and I'll be a happy bunny. That's the plan.
3: Oh, I think that's lovely. And right. Okay. So how are you going to make that change how what are yeah, you going to true. do that wasn't a very smart objective was ah, it? i'm going to yeah. give you a smart objective if you want it to be measurable mm. if it's going to be achievable what the other ones stand for um right i need a... <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry right
3: right I, anyway. <laughs> target target driven um i'm gonna say that what you need One thing you could do Mm. um, is put your runs in the diary.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. What I need is a run calendar. Yeah. Do you think that's a thing that I could find online or something? A run calendar. I mean, it could obviously just go in my diary, but I'm wondering whether (laughs) there's such thing as like, uh, I can say this now because it's already been Christmas, Mm -hmm. um, that I've got my mum a thing called a self-care diary for Christmas. Oh, you, which I know sounds a bit wanky and not, no. but I love it because it's got things like the time you got up and the time you went to bed mm. that you fill in every day. So that'd be good for your New Year's resolution. Oh, and good for your New Year's resolution because it's got, um you've got to fill in your litres of water by colouring oh. in little droplets.
2: Oh, that's cute.
0: It's got things like that. It's got... um it's and what I like about it is it's not pushy or shamy. It's mm-hmm. not like you must do all of those things. It's just to uh, take note and then look back at the day and go, Oh, I maybe didn't drink quite enough water so I might try and improve that tomorrow kind of thing mm-hmm. um and yeah, and you note down things like how many did essentially did you get your five a day like how many fruits fruits and vegetables did you eat
2: mm-hmm. things like
0: that so if, and and there's a space for exercise, what it was, how many minutes, so I might get Maybe myself you should get the same yes. thing, and that would be really nice because I love I love stuff like that. I love <gasps> I love filling in forms.
3: and things. <laughs> I think that that has already been noted on the podcast. I remember you saying how much yeah like, I love a,
0: a form. form. I love a form. <laughs> so essentially, that would just be my daily form <gasps> that I fill in about my own day. Should we get under each other? And then well, you can do you could do oh, water do and time you went to bed. Oh okay. I got it from Paper Chase. I'm gonna have a look. Send me a link. I will. i get them for each other. Lush. <laughs> Christmas presents sorted. Late Christmas presents to Late each other.
3: New Year presents. New Year presents, yeah. Yeah. Oh, lush. Okay, we're doing it. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um we were also we were very swiftly gonna talk about because we we keep on asking people to asking you guys to email us to let us know your thoughts and stuff about um you're running and um you know, so this so we can we can talk about listeners because like you listen to us wanging on about stuff. About um, self-care then. About yeah. Se- yeah, crikey. Um yeah, so we were gonna talk um we had um an email a couple of weeks back from Sophie. Um yeah. have you got that one there? I've got
0: that in front of me. Should I read it?
3: Yeah. Okay. So first of all, she said
0: that she was really enjoying the podcast, which is a very lovely thing Hello. to say, and always fills me with joy. Um, and um, so this is what this this was the specific bit that we were really interested in. She mm. said, "I wonder if my running story would be useful material as part of women's running in some format." It is very much Sophie, which is why I'm mm. going to read it today. Um, I ran the London Marathon in 2018, the hottest on record. It was my first marathon, having only ever previously run a uh, 10k and a half. It was truly an awesome experience and I made some fantastic friends. I ran the Great North in September 2018, which was a very different experience to London, just as busy, but very chaotic. Three days later, whilst on a recovery run, having dropped my two children at... Uh, it's just as having dropped my two children, but oh. I presume she means at school or something, not on their heads. Not, yep. Um. I had a ruptured brain aneurysm. I was rushed to hospital and had three three platinum cords inserted in the aneurysm. Oh. oh, my goodness. Um. So I was 37 years old at the time, but it was very scary. I'm pleased to say I've made a full recovery. Less than 20% of people do, so that's amazing. Um. And I'm back running... Um. And was two months later, but it was very scary. I'd be keen to raise awareness of the symptoms, as survival can be massively increased by quick treatment, as it can be misdiagnosed as a migraine, and is more common in women. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing you, hearing from you.
3: Oh my goodness me! So it's yet yeah, another one because we we had a big email like a couple of weeks back, didn't we? And this is another huge, <laughs> huge email. It's do you know what? It's, it's so. Um, it's, I'm going to sound like a such a plonker but it is so humbling when people mm. kind of give of themselves so much by by telling their stories like that um yeah really so. i find it
0: really motivating as well it really makes me
3: yeah want to carry on
0: doing what we do and carry on running because yeah, i think but, bloody hell some people have had much more traumatic running experiences than i have and they've carried on
3: oh my god yeah absolutely yeah there is there is absolutely that and and obviously sophie's kind of she's been through this huge massive thing and is still running um or gone back to running um like almost straight away like two months later so yeah that's amazing but what she did if what she did say there was that she was um keen to raise awareness of the symptoms of brain aneurysm um and actually i had a school friend that died of a brain aneurysm um yeah yeah but he you know this was way back when um so kind of 30 years ago so i think it's um it's kind of it is that sort of thing that unless you're aware of the symptoms then then it can be um devastating um so um i just thought i had a quick google of of the symptoms just so that we would all know um because apparently it's more common in women she said as, as you said so that i think that we should all kind of be aware that um for instance so so this is a number of the of the um symptoms um which is a sudden and extremely severe headache so we could as women misdiagnose that as migraine for instance yeah um so it was extremely severe headache but th- these other symptoms are things like vomiting a stiff neck um blurred vision sensitivity to light um drooping eyelids and well mm. loss of consciousness would be kind of the big one but yeah. um, those those things so kind of you can sort of see
0: what you totally see how you could misdiagnose that as a migraine and interestingly i mean i don't know how common this is for other forms of contraception but Mm. i know being on the coil for example that that can increase your chances of having migraines so again we're more likely to to get a brain aneurysm but also at the same time could be more likely to to skim over that as something related to yeah and i
3: think you know a number of those a number of those symptoms are worrying because of the way in which we as women might dismiss them like for instance sensitivity to light mm. um, and a stiff neck like if you had those in combination with a with a really banging headache i i would quite easily write that off as yeah. you know i'll just go back to bed you know it's a migraine or it's um yeah just a really bad headache i kind of think mm. so um, so yeah, it's. A, I'm really pleased that she's written in because I think because that was that was all new information for me and um, definitely worth, um, worth and, knowing. Yeah, 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 for mm. sure. I mean, we've got lots of stuff to worry about, haven't we? We don't have to worry about absolutely everything, but um, it doesn't hurt to be aware of some of these things definitely yeah.
0: and if you are what i'm a, a massive massive warrior and like to lie mm. awake and imagine various illnesses that don't even exist uh, happening to me mm. um but actually there is the answer to that is not to you yeah, know overthink and, and think oh, i'm definitely going to get this thing it's the power that comes with knowing yeah the symptoms and, and and being aware of them so that if you do experience them then you have as sophie said so much more of a chance of of surviving that because yeah, yeah. Be- being aware of things is 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 important and knowledge is power knowledge is power
3: i think yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah i'd say yeah i'd say that too I'd, <laughs> i i just came up with it then um
0: that's really that i've never heard that before and i
3: actually yeah am yeah. really inspired i'm gonna i'm gonna write that on a post-it note i would yeah I would. you need to put that in a gratitude journal I put that in my <laughs> self-care diary put it in your self-care diary yeah. <laughs> knowledge is power I'm going to repeat that um <laughs> cool um we also we did also get uh, we got the cutest little um email from Marlies from Cyprus and um bless her boots from Cyprus she listens to this in Cyprus yeah that was quite cool I did feel quite, crazy. quite nice about that and it, was, it was only a little one but she was she picked up on the fact that we'd won an award for the podcast and I don't I don't think we've mentioned that we're award-winning. Have no, we it?
0: don't tend to bang on about it. Um, no.
3: But, no. Um,
0: yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe know, we should mention maybe it a little bit.
3: Yeah. Um, so she was talking about our award-winning podcast, and she told us that we are the best. And I don't know about you, Hol, but I probably have to agree. Yeah, I'm going to say. I'm going to say
0: that we, say, that say yeah, that we could we be the best. Yeah. If you also think we're the best, yeah. um, please give us even bigger heads and write in and let us know. And yeah, if you are someone like Sophie, you've got an experience that you want to share, then mm-hmm. yeah, we'd we'd love to share it on the pod if you think it's going to be useful for other women who run.
3: Totally. and And definitely write in if you want to prevent Holly from ever saying the word perineum.
0: Oh again. please, please. <laughs> stop me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enjoy hey. the Christmas perineum. Um Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 and oh. Happy New Year to all Happy New Year.
2: Thank you for listening do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or any running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded using Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe, that way you won't miss the next episode. If you become a member of Women's Running Plus right now, not only will you receive our brilliant magazine every month, but we'll also send you a free base layer from Zero Fit worth 40 pounds. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter X21WRpod at the checkout. Happy running and happy new year.